Hi, I'm Roy Shaw, and welcome back to Roy and Rescue. We had an interesting question come in via email uh, just yesterday in regards to what would you do for first aid if a person were to pass out? And I thought we might as well take advantage of possibly answering this question via this blog because if one person has the question, then maybe a lot more people have this question. So um, first, let's take a look at what is actually happening when someone literally passes out. In most cases, when a person goes unconscious, it's because of a lack of circulation of oxygen to the brain. It can be caused by many different things. It can be caused from um, an electrolyte disturbance. It can be caused from low blood sugar, high blood sugar. It can be caused from a heart or a cardiac event. It can be caused from a seizure. It can be caused from an injury. It can be caused from hypotension, uh, which is low blood pressure. Um, it can be caused from stroke, it, can be, it's a, it goes on and on and on. As you can tell, there's a lot of different reasons why people go unconscious. The biggest reason people go unconscious in the most simplest form is their blood pressure drops for whatever reason and they lose consciousness. One of the biggest injuries that occurs in people passing out is the trauma that happens when they fall. Some people are riding their bikes, others are driving, some are sitting, some are standing, and it's when they fall that they tend to hit their heads or cause further harm or injuries. So we're all, we're, all those things are going to be kept in uh, context as we talk about how to best address somebody who is just passed out. So let's put this in a scenario. Let's say that we're um, standing in the waiting, uh, waiting to check out at a grocery store. And the person in front of you seems to be okay, and then all of a sudden you just see that they crash to the floor. Um, this person potentially just fell backwards, clump, right on the floor. No one was there fast enough to catch them. And here we are. We have our personal protective equipment. Even if we don't, we need to be aware of bleeding control. And if there isn't any bleeding problems, if there isn't any blood for you know, disease purposes or potential disease infection, then um, we still might be able to help, but it's always a good idea to have gloves. Um, I actually do have my key ring with me today. This is the, the device I was telling you guys about not too long ago, about personal protective equipment. In this little packet that's attached to my keys is a pair of gloves and a CPR shield with a one-way valve. So I have my pair of vinyl gloves, and folded up and sealed is the one-way valve barrier for CPR. So I have really virtually everything that I would need to be able to rescue as long as I have my keys with me. So that's how I like to prepare personally for protection uh, in case of an emergency that takes me by surprise. Now, back to the scenario. This person falls, they fall back, and they're laying on the floor. The chances of them hitting their head on the floor are pretty high. So we're going to be thinking about that in the back of our minds. Does this person have a closed head injury? Do they have an open head injury? What caused them to pass out? But here's the good news. We're going to handle virtually every situation from a first aid aspect exactly the same. So we're, we see that they fell, we see that they potentially hurt their head, and we also see that they're unconscious. So immediately we could ask the cashier or somebody who's standing by with a cell phone to call 911. We have a person who just fell unconscious. 
At that time, we're going to place a hand on the forehead and tap on the collarbone. The hand on the forehead helps to stabilize the head so that we don't move the neck around any more than we have to while we're assessing the patient. Um, we're going to look, listen, and feel with our ear next to the mouth of the patient and look down the body of the patient to see if there's any breathing. In this case, the person is breathing. Um, if they're breathing, they already have a pulse. So we don't have to worry about that. If a person's breathing and breathing well, they have a pulse. Now we're concerned about two things. What made them fall in the first place? And two, what are we going to do to help protect them in the meantime? The best thing that we can do for a person who's unconscious, potentially in shock for whatever reason, is to stabilize them in the position found. Um, we could softly encourage them that they're in good hands, even though they're unconscious or semi-conscious. Uh, some studies have shown that people can still hear at times, even when unconscious. So encouraging them that they're in good hands and that help is on the way, even if they can't respond to you, could give them confidence and help them through the psychomatic, psychosomatic shock, which gives them um, courage, it helps calm them down, and can help their body compensate for whatever is going on inside. At this point, we're going to be thinking this person has to go to the hospital. 911 is now on the way. If there isn't any fear of major back injuries, hip injuries, pelvis injuries, we can elevate the legs above the heart, put them on a box, put them on a, on a chair, cover the patient with a sheet coat or blanket to um, help contain heat and help the person to be able to cope through this low blood pressure event or this shock event and then continue to monitor airway breathing and circulation. If the person stops breathing, changes colors, appears to be dead and is not moving or responding, we're going to immediately start CPR with 30 breaths, excuse me, 30 compressions and two breaths for about five cycles and then reassess for breathing movement or signs of life. If the person's still not showing any signs of life, we're going to continue CPR until help arrives. If an AED arrives on scene, you can certainly allow that to go to work and, um, and believe me, it is a real lifesaver. Some, like in this situation, some uh, grocery stores have AEDs and so if somebody walks up and they have an AED, uh, ideally, if you're first aid trained and certified, you know how to use it as well. But if you don't and they know how to do it, they can go ahead and start applying the, the AED after they turn it on and follow all the prompts of the AED until EMS, emergency medical services, arrive or you can turn this person over to the next level of care. Well, I hope this was helpful in the area of what to do in case a person passes out. Thanks for your questions. We appreciate it. I'm looking for more in the future. And from Roy on Rescue, have a great day.